0: First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grotes. You know the number zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. One of the biggest changes we've seen around the world when it comes to tourism and accommodation is the rise of the service known as Airbnb. In other words, instead of people going and staying in a hotel, often they'll go onto that website and they'll then just book a room. So someone will literally rent their own room out, they'll rent their house out, and it's all done sort of uh, through the website. It's a bit like Uber in a way. Um, it seems to work well in most cases. It is often much cheaper. The hotel chains, of course, lose out. No, new regulations, it seems, are going to be coming through through a green paper um, that was being published in the Government Gazette and claims from the organisation DRSA that people may lose a bit of control that they have over the Airbnbs that they may operate. Nalu Maki is a spokesperson for DRSA. Nalu, good morning.
1: Good morning, Stephen. Thank you for having
0: me. What claims are you making about what you say government wants to do with Airbnbs?
1: Okay, just so firstly, i just like to introduce the FSA as a non-partisan platform that allows people to, to have a public comment on bills in Parliament. So basically what we are saying is that the new regulation, which is green paper, of course, it stands to regulate the Airbnbs and in doing so through making sure that people who are putting on there, they'll be limited they have limited bookings. So this regulation stands to to harm private owners, meaning those who have their private homes who choose to, to to put them on Airbnb, they will face some regulation when it comes to, to their businesses.
0: I mean it's it's not it's not completely unregulated at the moment, is it? I mean, we would need some sort of regulation. What kind of limitations are you talking about?
1: So these limitations would mean that, for instance, they'll be limited in terms of how many how many people get to how many nights people can book in a house or in that particular Airbnb. If I'm going to, for instance, in Kualoa and I want to do a booking, I'll be limited the nights that I can book for.
0: So you could only book for so, what ten nights, not twenty.
1: Yes. So that's the uh, what that is the I'll say it's a threat to the Airbnb's and the owners of these houses. Because the choice is mine, but now the regulation will limit those choices.
0: So I could understand a regulation that would say a house that uh, was designed to accommodate, you know, one or two families shouldn't now have fifteen people staying there. Okay, I understand that, uh, but why would there be a regulation on how long someone could stay there? Surely it's between two different individuals through this platform.
1: Well, another thing is this: to a degree, the the Airbnb's they aren't fully regulated, of course. And they do, I'd say there are a competition to, uh, when it comes to the, the the traditional accommodation like hotels and so on and so forth. So, for me, if I've got a bigger house, I could say to them, okay, 15 people of course can come through. But in that, I'd say that they're putting these in place so that they could have some kind of control when it comes to the Airbnb's. And the owners of these Airbnb of these private properties.
0: Okay. I still don't. I still don't understand why there would be a limit on how long someone could stay. I mean, no one's going to go and stay in a hotel for three months. So, I mean, they're not. I mean, this doesn't protect that kind. Of, doesn't protect that industry.
1: Yes, indeed. But if you understand the the government, for instance, whenever they want to get into an industry, they'll come with such regulations in there. So, this is a way of government having some control. Because remember, we don't, they don't have a control at this moment when it comes to these
0: bookings. Okay. Um, I mean, but the, we do obviously need to have some kind of, you know, some kind of control, right? It does need to actually, there does need to be some control of Airbnbs. And I think a lot of people who maybe live next to one would probably be quite pleased about that.
1: Yes, indeed, there are. I mean, any decent person who does book a house or, or whatever, you, you do so because you've paid your money, and it's a lot more cheaper than the traditional accommodations, yeah. of course. And as a person, you, you, the owner is up to them to have some rules in terms of please take care of this, make sure that you don't make noise to, our, to my neighbors, and so on and so forth. So that is all in the owner's hands, but now the government wants to interfere or to embarrass
0: well, I don't know. There's interference and there's regulation. I mean, you know, you you, you know, we see this, for example, in the taxi industry. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it it would be completely correct for two contracting parties, two um, individuals, to say, you know, one is going to pay the other for the process of transport. But there is regulation okay. to make sure that it's safe. It would be the same for airbnbs, wouldn't it?
1: Yes, indeed. Um, And that's how uh, we understand this should be, but then in this case, the government is actually trying to have more, as I said, more uh, control uh, over the, through these regulations at this point.
0: But that's not necessarily a bad thing is what I'm trying to get to.
1: Can you say that again?
0: But that's not necessarily a bad thing is what I'm trying to get to.
1: It's not a bad thing, however, I as a customer, I'm the one who chooses the place and mm-hmm. saying that you know what, I would love to spend two weeks in a private home in okay. a Kulugan. It's my choice. So no. that is what mm-hmm.
0: sorry, Nala. Um, I didn't mean to interrupt, but okay. But um I can't recall you and I speaking before um on SAFM. Um DRSA, where did you which organization do you sort of come out of? Do
1: you mean me on a personal scale or from dear? No, dear SA. Can you repeat the question, please?
0: Which organisation? So who founded DRSA? Does it come from another organisation?
1: No, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a, like I said, it's a non-partisan organisation, standalone organisation.
0: Okay. And who started it? Did you start it?
1: <laughs> no, not at all. I'm not the founder of an organisation that is founded by other members, not
0: Okay. And, and who was it?
1: It was founded by um, Rob Hersov. That was the guy who founded the DSA.
0: Rob Hersov. Yeah. Oh, I see, the businessman, the, the man who claims to be a billionaire. No, 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 sorry, sorry,
1: sorry, forgive me. Not Rob Hutchinson.
0: Oh, Rob Hutchinson. Just, My mistake. Yes. I misheard Okay, yeah. all right. All right, I'm just, I'm just curious. All right, thank you very much indeed. I think we're going to leave it there for now. Nalu Maku is the spokesperson for DRSAU with sfm leading the conversation.